in a world where people try to do stuff they don't know how to do. One man, okay, two men, are standing by with the best advice on Earth. Ow. Well, most of the time. Welcome to the all-around home improvement hour. Now here's Charles Thayer and the man they call the Polish Powerhouse. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a live edition. That's right, live. Alive right now here today. You can call in and participate of the all-around home improvement hour. I'm minus one today, minus the Polish powerhouse, but I have Ruby Red, Ruben Saltzman stepping in to help me co-host the show, and Scott Dorn with BOGO Pest Control. Here we go. We're on the air. We're alive. Welcome, Twin Cities News Talk listeners. I'm Charles Thayer, and I'm always very, very honored to be the home improvement slayer, invading your radio waves, injecting energy, talking all things home improvement related. And I'm here with a couple fun guests and preferred partners of the show. We have Ruby Red. Solve a Rubik's Cube in less than 20 seconds. Maybe I'm exaggerating. Yeah, that's my son. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't figure them things out. Actually, my kids gave me a tip the other day. They said, well, Dad, the middle always stays the same. So you always try to, the middle color? Yeah, yeah. yeah no. My son has told me the same thing. He's like, you just got to go around that. It's like, uh, okay, whatever you say. I mean, I never knew that, and that's so smart. And it took my 12-year-old to make me realize it. You know, never <laughs> underestimate the kids, the children. But we have uh, Ruben Saltzman with Structure Tech. Thanks for, for hopping in for the Polish Powerhouse. Absolutely. And then Scott Dorn, back for a second time. Always excited to have you on. Scott Dorn with BOGO Pest Control. Good afternoon. Yeah, thanks for being on. Awesome topics today. Some of the best gifts to give your loved one that is possibly a home improvement fanatic. Uh, that brought to you by Ruben. And then also mice, the little furry little creatures that we love to hate and we love to get rid of them too. Uh, we're talking that with, with Scott Dorn. But lots of fun things. You guys wanted to just dive in right away. Had a situation this week where a, a customer of ours had gotten an adjustment done on storm damage. And we thought we were kind of ready to go, ready to plan for what we were going to put back on the house. And we pulled out the old statement and the old insurance policy. And, you know, us contractors, we're not policy guys, so we, we don't talk policy a lot. But the statement came out on what this person was approved for. Yeah. And it would have been $50,000 worth of siding and window damage and, and exterior damage. But the statement only allowed for a maximum of $20,000 coverage. Tell us why. And I'm wondering the same thing. So <laughs> if, if you're an attorney out there, if you're a public adjuster out there, they called it an I-90 exclusion. I-90, okay? And again, it's not a highway, but it, it's I-90. I, I don't know why, but our customer is kind of left hanging i mean left out to dry they have fifty thousand dollars worth of damage but they're excluded from anything above and beyond twenty thousand dollars and so now we're having to plan and figure out 
you know, get creative and figure out how we're going to work with this customer to get them uh, back back to whole, if you will. And I think that this is just a real, real serious reminder to those of you out there that just buy insurance and don't really know what you're getting. You know, we're not, I'm, again, we're not insurance uh, experts here, so I'm not going to begin to tell you how, why, where, who the best company is. I can tell you from experience some of the companies that we've had uh, easygoing experiences with. I'm but, calling my insurance guy as soon as I leave this room and say, don't you dare put one of those I-90 exclusions I-90, on my policy. No. <laughs> you take it off. Block the I-90. No, it's uh, it's kind of eye-opening. I mean, it's very eye-opening. I mean, if you think about it, these folks had no idea. And and the, the sad part about it is that they they just didn't know, and they never had that conversation with their agent. And so when you're buying insurance, and nowadays there's insurance online, insurance in a box, insurance in a cube, I mean, you name it. Uh, if you don't have a relationship with your agent and you're not talking about your policy annually, that can be a problem. And it's you're going to find out about the problem when you least expect it. When you're expecting your insurance to cover you, that's when you're going to find out. And so I really recommend everybody out there that has an insurance policy, a homeowner's insurance policy, to find out what are you covered for? What are the exclusions? What are they going to cover? What are they not going to cover? Do they cover matching? Do they not cover matching? All of it matters, but this was kind of a, a sad Have you guys ever heard of anything like that? Not no. an I-90. I haven't heard of that, but I know that insurance companies nowadays are uh, singling out their coverages um, to reduce the cost to people buying. So you really need to know what is covered. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've heard some crazy stuff after we do a home inspection where insurance companies won't insure a house that has a certain type of electrical panel called an FPE stab block. I've heard about them not insuring houses that have fuses. They won't insure houses that have knob and tube wiring. Um, I've heard of problems with uh, fiber, what is it, uh, cement asbestos siding. Yep. Um, all different kinds of houses where insurance companies just won't cover it with this stuff. Right. And like in the pest control world, if mice get in, they chew your wiring and cause a fire. On insurance policies, uh, that's a clause that they won't cover the damage. Certain the policies, loss. right? Yep. yep. Yeah. So yep. if you have mice <laughs> chew through your wires, if they and can it starts your house on fire. Yep. If they can narrow down that mice were the cause of it, or a, a rodent, so it could be a squirrel. If they are the cause of the damage, and you have that clause on your insurance policy, they won't cover the fire. Is this is this the I ninety clause? I don't know. So you, you guys, I don't have a problem. With an insurance company saying we we won't insure that house, you have knob and tube. Uh, oh, I don't use it. Yeah, uh, you have maybe a wood burning fireplace. Uh, you know, certain companies want nothing to do with that stuff. Your roof is over fifteen years old. We're not going to cover it. But they're upfront about it. They let you know. Yeah, or it's a or, numbers game. Yeah, or you're only covered to this amount. What really really chaps my hide or grinds my gears, you know, <laughs> as <laughs> the Family Guy would say, is that. A lot of these people are already insured with these companies, and then they come out with the exclusions later on. And it's usually in the form of junk mail that they get in the mail, and they have no, you know, you get so much. I mean, how many different letters do you get from insurance companies? I mean, half the time, you don't even know if it's your agent anymore. <laughs> you know, say you're with State Farm, but you got five other State Farm reps looking to get your business because they just send out random mailers uh, and so people get in the habit of just taking the the notices and tossing them. I I don't read that crap. I just toss them. I I use them for fire starter, right? 
the problem is when you you get a notice like that, it, it it hits your mailbox, you toss it, but you don't realize that was the change. That was that notice that you should know about. Where if the rodent got in your home and chewed through the wires, you're not covered in in in, in a fire. You know, it's not. It, the the other funny thing is if you look at the price difference between some of the, having these exclusions on and not having these exclusions on sometimes it's like 50 bucks a year right. or 75 bucks a year and so if you would have been given proper notice and you had a relationship with your insurance agent you would have had that conversation and you would have easily weighed the differences and said yeah for 75 bucks a year for for you know 6 bucks a month or 8 bucks a month or whatever the math is Let's keep that on there. I don't want that one little mouse right. to mean that you know uh, my family goes back into major debt or bankruptcy or whatever the case may be, uh, just over that. So I thought that was I thought that was really interesting, and I just wanted to bring it up because this is very very eye opening not only to us as the contractor but to the homeowner that we're working with out there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's all really. Thank you, Charles. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Folks, we're up against a break. When we come back, we're going to dive into some really cool Christmas gifts for the handy person in your life with Ruben Saltzman. And we also have Scott Dorn with BOGO Pest Control right here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130. News, 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 news. Welcome back, everybody. It's Charles Thayer here, home improvement slayer. You know, I thought about that. Is that like a good home improvement slayer, or do I slay the projects in a bad way? That's I, that's what I'm hearing when you say home improvement slayer. You know, like, pretty no, impressive. don't bring them not. You know, to it's your all house. a matter of opinion. Yeah, really, yeah. it really, really is. Uh, we're minus one Polish powerhouse today, but shout out to him and his family. They're enjoying some time together, celebrating one of their daughter's birthday parties. You know, I, I told him, I said, "Really, you're going to be gone? Birthday?" I mean, come on, that happens every year. Yeah, what's what's the big deal? <laughs> no, Ugh. no, but uh, hopefully they're having a good time. We're hanging out in the studio here, the iHeart Media Studios, with Ruben Saltzman of Structure Tech Home Inspections and Scott Dorn with Bogo Pest Control. Let's hop into the second topic of the day, which is, and get ready for this, some of the best gifts to buy your handy person in your family, uh, brought to you by Structure Tech. So, Ruben, I, I know you're excited about this. I'm so pumped up. Yeah, help us out here. W what do you think is a good gift idea? All right, I'll tell you. This is a blog post that's coming up on my website in about a week and a half or so, and it took me about three seconds to figure out what to put on this list because, I mean, I just thought, oh, wait, this is it. Instantly. These are the best things you could possibly get somebody. The There's best. No thought whatsoever. And you're only going to hear it. so clear. You're only going to get it right here. This is the only place you'll get Ruben, it. Ruben, you are so helpful. Yes. Oh, my gosh. All right, next topic. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, number one, and this one was really easy. I've, I've blogged about this before. An impact driver. If you have a handy person in your family, a loved one, anybody you know who, who still thinks their only tool they need to drive screws is a, a battery-powered drill, they're really missing out. They need to try an impact driver. So real, real quick, though, there's a right time to use an impact driver and a right time to use a drill. Just real quick. I'll tell you, it... I, I love my impact driver for almost everything. I will even drill holes with it. Now, I know you, you want to say you shouldn't be drilling holes with it, 
But man, I, I just did a video on our YouTube channel. If you if you type in drill versus impact driver boring holes, uh, you can see kind of a head to head competition. So where do they, where do people find that? Go to YouTube. Uh, go to YouTube. You type in drill versus impact driver boring holes, as in boring puts you to sleep or <laughs> bore a hole through wood. I, I thought it was a fun video. I did a couple of them. I did one about two and a half years ago. Um, I'm, I'm using a huge boring bit. It's a one and three eighths inch bit. Mm -hmm. Big holes. And the drill does go faster, but not a lot faster when you're doing a head-to-head -head competition. On that first video, I did an 18-volt Ryobi versus a 12-volt Milwaukee Impact, mm -hmm. and it was a lot faster using the 18-volt than the Impact, but then... You're giving I, away all I, the secrets. Well, no, 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 no. It's, it's okay. It's okay. I want people to know this. Well, and I know I am the slayer, so I may get it wrong, but I would think uh, either one can be wrong to use if you're doing something very delicate with a screw, such as a, a door handle. You know, or, or you're absolutely right. I, I was just putting on some smaller screws on a handrail, reattaching my handrail in my basement, and I just happened to have my impact driver <laughs> right there, and well, why the not? right through it. And you, well, I snapped the head right off. Yes. It's like, ah, uh, be patient. What, right. what am I using my 18-volt impact driver? You, you, must have, uh, you must have hopped on my YouTube channel. <laughs> you, you've done the same thing. Yes. yes. But, no, impact drivers are more for bigger projects, fine little details. Yes, please, use your drill for fine woodworking. But for just about everything else, use an impact driver. You can drill holes with it, and for driving screws, oh, my God goodness what a difference it is you'll 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 never want to use a regular drill again once you've tried this and um just for people to know price range i i was looking online to give you an idea home depot has a combo pack on sale right now where you get a uh, you get a quarter inch impact driver and a three eighths inch drill two 12 volt batteries charger and case all that jazz for 99 bucks that's a good deal so i i know i want to really buy another deal. set i've got so many drills at home but i, I still want more it's, every it's handy man and woman should have one absolutely yeah. yes so awesome awesome gift for anybody who doesn't have an impact driver next the little giant ladder the little giant the yeah little we have giant. several of them it, you do it, mm -hmm. you know you remember when the commercials came out on tv it was it was the uh the 30 minute commercial infomercials and it was just kind of a t tv gimmick thing people yes. would say oh the little giant like they got on tv isn't that cute is it does it really work almost every single one of our guys in the field has one not the exact brand name but but one just like it. exactly yep. i mean now everybody takes it seriously if you're in the trades i mean uh, home improvement electrical plumbing what carpentry painting whatever it is you have a little giant ladder you just can't live without one of these things i gotta throw it out there though for one of the funniest videos you're ever gonna watch mm. just type in qvc i watched that little that hilarious little giant oh, blooper terrible actually actually i actually knew the guy believe it or not I grew up around him but he's saying how these things are great they're so sturdy you could use it as scaffolding watch <laughs> and he fell in it the thing folds them up like an envelope because yes. it wasn't it wasn't clipped it buckled in right but and to be fair to little giant it wasn't a little giant ladder he was using. Correct. And on top of it, if you do have them uh, clipped in right and secure, if you know how to yes. use them, yes. that won't happen to you. Exactly. It, it was it was a user error. <laughs> but it, uh, to this day, I can't even talk about it without laughing. So. <laughs> yes. Um, so my advice is, if you are a homeowner, get you need a little giant ladder. You need one of these. It's uh, It'll do an A-frame so you can get up in attics, things like that. Um, and then it also extends the 17-foot the model. Uh, is, is the most common one. Most people have that one. Um, you can get up on just about any roof with one of those things. Nice. So get a little giant ladder. They're awesome.
Next, Charles, we've talked about this on the air before. I know it's one of your favorite tools. Mm-hmm. The backpack leaf blower. Oh, I oh love my goodness. That Scott. Tool. Yes. Everything. Yes. Made by well, the favorite one I've used is by Still, S T I H L. That's what I have oh, too. Yes. They are the best. Yeah, I mean I mean you can clean up an entire acre in thirty minutes, no problem. It's yeah. amazing, isn't it? It is great. I mean, when you're dusting your home, you just go in and just, just the dust goes out. I, I find projects to use my backpack leaf blower on. Yes. I'm not kidding. Well, I, I used to clean my gutters with them and I had a scare. Uh almost fell off the roof because I wasn't paying attention. Uh but yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, even even our roofers, when we're done roofing, a lot of the granules from both the old roof yep. and the new roof end up in the gutters, and so they keep one of those things on them at all times to get the gutters clean when they're done with the work. That's because they like using it. Yeah. That's the main reason. <laughs> they are that. awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe that's wore off a little bit, but... Well, I'll tell you, if... If you're used to using the plug-in type of blower, like Toro sells one, it's a it's a 120 volt. Totally inferior. It's it's like totally using a BB inferior. gun versus a cannon. Absolutely, I mean, it's such but a difference. What about some of these ion battery powered ones now? I mean, do they still? I mean, I haven't tried them. You know, honest, gas versus battery. It's it's starting to be kind of close nowadays. I mean, I have an ice auger that okay. is battery powered. Yeah. And the thing works like a champ. I, I don't mean, know, though. I just bought a handheld gas blower one. I made the mistake of not upgrading to the backpack, even though I love the backpack yeah, blower. And yeah. what a night and day difference. The handheld has nowhere near the power as the backpack blower. True. You're right about that. The backpack blower is so far superior. Yeah, True. It, that, it's definitely one of my favorite tools. Not only that, but you, you really feel like you're Megatron. When you're holding that thing right underneath your <laughs> arm, it's just, it feels so right. It's my, great. My dad and I went in on one. We got a steal, a BR600, a big one. Mm-hmm. Best and model. He fell so in love with that that he couldn't share it anymore. So he had to go out and buy his own. <laughs> Those things have so much power that if you don't lock in the front end of it correctly, it'll blow the front end of it right off. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. So, and when your kids come to talk to you and, you know, you just don't want to hear it, you just, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. I can't help you. Or you blow it at your kids. Yes, they, yes. They do seem to enjoy that. Yes, and the dogs. Yes. Um, so if if you haven't tried one, you need to try one to know what we're talking about. This is a fantastic gift for anybody. Oh, yeah. Anybody. Yeah, anybody. I don't care if you're not a homeowner. Well, even if you live downtown in a high-rise apartment. That's what I'm talking about. you got to have a backpack. You will find uses for it. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Ruben, I've got to remind the listeners, if you're just tuning in, this is the all-around home improvement hour every Saturday from noon to 1, where we talk all things home improvement related. If you want to call in and get in on some of this fun conversation, 800-854-1978. we got the phones working again. Had a couple weeks of issues with the phones uh, but 800-854-1978. And I suppose we better spend a little time uh, reminding listeners what you do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, be- say because that. you're you're we not gotta... just the gift idea guru guy. <laughs> I do more than just sell gifts. And, or come on the radio and talk. Yeah. yeah, so you and your team have been inspecting homes for many years now. Yes. You have the largest team in the state. Uh, but most importantly, you have the best team in the state. Talk to us about kind of what you guys do differently and what you offer home uh, home buyers and home sellers. We are so extremely passionate about home inspections. We all live, eat, breathe, sleep home inspections. Um, you're right. We we are the largest now, and I, I'm pretty sure we're the fastest growing. We're on track to 
right now our goal is to be adding three new home inspectors a year. That's awesome. And it's our the big difference is that we believe that you can be extremely thorough do the best possible job for your clients, and you will get referrals for doing it. There's a lot of people who do kind of soft home inspections where they pull a lot of punches, they minimize defects in order to allow sales to go through for parties who are interested in a sale going through, maybe not necessarily what's best for the client. And I have firmly believed from the get-go that you can be a successful home inspector without pandering to people who sell houses. Well, here's an an exact example of why you guys are true and different. I remember when I was meeting you and I said, you got to come on this, this radio show. And you said, you know, I, I'm really, really busy and I honestly can't handle more business. And I thought to myself, well, why, why aren't you scaling? Why aren't you growing? Well, you know, get more inspectors. And you said, it takes us at least six months to feel comfortable when somebody joins our team to send them on their own to inspect a home. And yeah. this is, this is you know, four years ago, and and around five, six years ago, home inspectors were literally slapping magnets on the side of their vehicle and saying, yeah, you know, I'm handy. I know a few things. I know I, I'm a home inspector. And you kind of came out to, to change that and, and to be different. And so that right there told me, okay, this guy's passionate about what he does. He doesn't just want to grow to grow. He wants to make sure that he grows in the right way. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, it's kind of kept You're going. exactly right. I mean, that, that's still going on today. It is. It is. And our, unfortunately, the training period hasn't really changed much. It's still around six months, maybe four months if, if somebody really picks up on stuff and knows how to write really well. I mean, writing is huge. My goodness. <laughs> you need... You need good English skills, but uh, maybe four months, but more six months is more average. And so we have some overlap where we're training two people at once most of the time. Well, I just I've met I've met so many businesses and business owners over the years that will grow whenever there's an opportunity to grow. It's more about the dollars. It's more about um, how much they can take home at the end of the year. And honestly, <laughs> I just think to myself, if you just focus on the craft and you focus on making sure your customers are getting the service that they're supposed to get and the quality of it. Growth will come later on, and it'll Charles, be it'll, oh my goodness! It'll be the right kind of growth. <laughs> we're seeing eye to eye here, buddy. Of course. Oh my gosh. Well, listen, guys, we're up against a break. Listeners, you're going to get your Fox News update and more right here on the All Around Home Improvement Hour. Right after this. News Talk listeners, the educated listenership. Got to thank all you listeners out there for all the support over the years. Next year, all around, we'll be celebrating 10 years in business, and we certainly couldn't have done it without you. So thank you very, very much for that. I'm Charles Thayer, host of the show and part owner of All Around. Um, hanging out here with Ruben Saltzman and Scott Dorn. Ruben, before the break. We're talking about your home inspection business has grown significantly over the years, but not too fast, not so fast that quality and service has been sacrificed. Matter of fact, there's been a lot of times where you've had to actually turn away business, which I know as a business owner is very, very tough to do, uh, but it was in the best interest of your clients. We turn away a lot. You're right. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, but on that note, I should just uh, ask this. Coming up on the spring, who who should contact Structure Tech? Anybody buying a house, okay. for sure. 
And I'll tell you, for 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 the spring market, really all of our business is home buyers. Mm-hmm. This time of year, if you're a homeowner and you're looking for a home maintenance checkup, it's a new service that we rolled out this fall. First time ever. I should start doing a radio commercial for this. Yeah, you really should. You really should. really should. I don't know why I'm not. But, uh, That's a great service for homeowners. <laughs> uh, we're doing a home maintenance checkup, and it's it's kind of like a light inspection, and it's where we go through the house and make sure that you don't have any big problems that you're not aware of. Some of the biggest areas where people have issues they don't know about is basement water intrusion, hidden corners of basements, bad water management at the outside, rotting at the outside of the house that they don't know about, mm-hmm. attic problems. Um, attic problems are huge. Scott, do you ever see problems in attics? Oh. I mean, pest inspections? <laughs> I see it all the time. It blows my mind. And on the last segment, we were talking about uh, home inspectors. And the biggest no-no for me as a pest professional is to see that a home was inspected by an inspector and they didn't go into the attic. To me, that is not even a complete inspection. Uh, Without looking in the yeah. attic, you're not going to know... Um, when you're looking in the attic, you're looking at the history of the home. So you see, you know, like for in my standpoint, you see all the pest activity that's been going on over the years with mice, squirrels. So what, hap- more. So what happens if you walk into a seller's home, and, and mind you, the seller usually isn't who hired you, yep. um, and they have that attic space just blocked off with just all of their stuff in their closet and... I get the buyer and their parents and the buyer's agent, and I say, hey, look at this. I can't get in the attic. Can you guys help me out? Yes. You guys are all here. How about you move all that stuff? Or if nobody's there to help me out, I'll put in a call to the buyer's agent and say, hey, this is all full. Can you get in contact with the seller or the seller's agent and have somebody come move all of this? Yeah, or it, it's extremely... give me permission to move it? I'd rather not. Can't even, I don't want to break China, but... Can't even begin to tell you how important the... Oh. Attic spaces of your house. I mean, as an an exterior contractor, um, we pride ourselves on the fact that when you're getting a roof from us, we need to see your attic. It's a part. I mean, it's it's a functioning part of the house. It needs to breathe. That Charles. Yes, and if you're not looking up there, you're really doing a disservice to the client because there's been so many times where we have found unhealthy attic spaces and and we can get into uh, some of the reasons from uh, from our standpoint if it's not ventilated insulated correctly um, it's it's going to be a big problem later on Ruben what's the best way for people to reach structure tech absolute best way is go to our website structuretech1.com o n e or the number 1 structuretech1.com Dot com. Excellent. Can you hang out for a little while? I can it? hang out for a little while, and then I got to run. I got my uh, my son's basketball game today. Hey, uh, all so, right. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, he's probably way better than you are. Oh my! Like oh, you you say that tongue in cheek, but he's only ten, and absolutely he's way better than I am. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to see a video blog of that. That's what <laughs> I'm interested in. Well, let's turn the conversation to our our next guest, Scott Dorn with Bogo Pest Control. Scott. Glad to have you on. It's it's appropriate. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. No, love having you on. But it's really an appropriate time of the year to talk about these pesky little critters that find their way in our homes. Not just old homes, new homes, you name it. At commercial buildings, uh, mice. This time of the year, why? 
Why are they getting in? Well, mice are a major problem in this region. Um, and it's actually a misnomer to say that they're getting in at this time of the year. Most people actually think that that's the case, that, oh, now it's fall, and that's when I trap them. They're starting to come in. They're trying to get out from the cold. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, the, the fact is is they live in your house all summer long, um, and they're occupying your house or using it for a nest, and they get their food outside. So they come and go from your house, and in the fall, they go into hyperactivity and bringing food in from the outside and storing it up inside. So um, so there's just more activity going on, but it, it doesn't necessarily mean that because it got cold, they're looking to get out of the cold and, in, and into the heat. No, that's correct. I actually do mouse work literally every single day of the year. Really? The summer, fall, winter, spring. Yeah, oh. mice are a year-round problem. Okay, so and you've told me about this gross little habit that they have. Uh, and that's how they find their way in. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, if you go onto my Facebook page uh, at Bogo Pest Control um, on Facebook, you'll see a video that I made. I'm looking at a foundation, and you can actually see this. But mice operate by urinating every 18 inches. I know that's disgusting, but they, they like a dog, they urinate along their pathway. And yeah, the Polish u- powerhouse is working on that problem right now as we speak. So just so you know. <laughs> But anyway, they, they uh, follow their own urine trails. They communicate to each other through their, their own urine trails, and the urine trails lead to the holes that come into your home. Somebody so, told me that those, you know, when you see that yellow slime on the block wall or whatever, that that's uh, oil from their belly or... Uh, yeah, they're called rub marks, okay. and if they, like, if, for an example, if they squeeze through an opening, um, they'll rub the grease off of their fur, and dirt collects in that, and it creates a black rub mark that okay. I can see. And okay. urine does that as well. I see. They go over the same spot over and over so that kind of answers the question how do the others find their way in right i mean one's following the other i mean hey if, yeah. if that guy uh, found a good place to live and a good place to store food and survive uh you know what we're uh, strength in numbers so let's just follow that trail that's exactly what happens they follow the trail there's no guessing game they just follow it right to the hole they come into the house they go to wherever previous mice have gone and I get asked that all the time. Where are they nesting? The majority of the time, a mouse is they're sleeping during the day. They're a nocturnal animal, so they want to be in somewhere where it's going to be quiet while they're sleeping, and that's usually in the attic of the house. That's why it's so imperative to inspect the attic. Um, most of the mouse problems that I come across, at least 9 out of 10, they have gone up into the attic, nested there, and then they'll make their way down and out the house you know, to, to rob the bird feeder or... Um, acorns that are falling from the trees are one of their favorite foods is helicopter seeds from the trees outside. You know, what I've realized is they love dog food and cat food. Absolutely. Too. I'm so glad you brought that up because that's one of the reasons why they'll forage inside. Cat and dog food is high in protein. And all it takes is if you're holding three plain M&Ms in the palm of your hand, that's the amount of food that a mouse needs to eat per day. So three dog kernels sustains them for a day. And if you have a dog food bowl out, they'll just come simply rob the dog food, store it in their cheeks, and bring it back into the walls where they can store it up in pockets and then they'll live off of that. And that's why homeowners tell me, I have traps out, but I can't catch them. Well, that's because they have a food source that they prefer over what you put on that trap. Well, what's funny is uh, I kind of had that problem. When I first moved into my house, I was you know, putting the peanut butter on and everything. I couldn't catch them. Uh, and then I switched to just one dog food 
<laughs> yeah. pellet or yeah. whatever you will. Colonel of Dots. Uh, yeah, yep. and it was every single night at the same time I heard that thing go off. Snap. Yep. And, and that was it. And that you know, and that's true. And along those pheromone trails that the mice are following, I find that I'll set up, you know, I'll seal up the house. That's one of the things that really separates us from our competition is we find the holes that the mice are using to get in and out of the house. We go around basically on our hands and knees and check the entire exterior inch by inch. So once we got everything sealed up, that stops the mice from coming and going. Now they've only got the the food that they have stored up to live off of. That's a short period of time, and then they'll go to traps. Another big thing that separates us from our competition is we don't use rodenticide bait in the house. Um, rodenticide. Yeah, it's a block of bait that is commonly uh, put out that the mice will eat, and then once they've fed on it, it's a, it's called a single-feed anticoagulant bait, which means they feed on it once, and that's a lethal dose to the mouse. Within three to five days, they're going to be dead from that eating that poison. So, but is there a, an appropriate place to use that, or do you use that anywhere I, on the property? I, I will use it in uh, rare occasions. So if I'll start off by sealing up the house, that stops the mice from coming and going. Now I place out snap traps to catch what's in there. And then once 30 days goes by, if we're still having activity in the house, now we're probably dealing with a mouse that witnessed another mouse get killed by a trap. That mouse now is conditioned to not go to snap traps. So with that... you that, got to be kidding no, me. No, they, they can be conditioned like that. It's wow. called trap shyness. So, yeah, trap shyness. So that's like me when I'm in my deer stand and the deer see me and they never come back again. Exactly. Well, actually, it literally has happened, I feel, I feel like, anyway. But um, no, when we come back, I want to talk about more... Uh, about why you guys are different. I, I, you have some experience. In, not that we want to beat up on the competition. We're certainly not going to put any names out there. But you've been working for other companies before. And some of the techniques that other companies use are simply to just treat the symptom. Treat the symptom. And it never really solves the core issue. It never really solves the problem. And so when we come back, we're going to talk about what's going to solve the problem of rodents getting in your home and what and, and why you're one of the very few companies out there that actually gives an extended warranty on that service. Also, we'll have a real estate update from our good friend Ryan O'Neill when we come back right here on the All Around Home Improvement Hour. That's right. What's up, Twin Cities, is what we want to know. Hopefully you're out there enjoying this awesome December 2nd, a little warm. You know, it started out nice and cool, really crisp this morning, Scott. It's been beautiful. Yeah, it has. We're finally getting uh, some milder weather, and I think it's to make up for the fall that we really didn't have. Well, it's like last year. November's weather came in December, and December's weather came in November. Yeah, it, so. t- it tends to happen that way. Can't complain about it at all. Folks, got to remind you out there that there's a real estate team that sells more real estate than any other team in the world. He won't tell you, Mr. Ryan O'Neill, the leader of the Minnesota real estate team with Remax Advantage Plus, he won't tell you that because he's just a humble, good guy, but I'll tell you that for him. Their team of over 100 agents located all around the Twin Cities and beyond sell more real estate than any other team in the world. And they also put on seminars regularly to help first-time homebuyers, real estate investors, 
You name it. They give out good, free information. They're not looking to sell you anything. And they operate a lot like we do. And that's why we're partnered up with them. He's a good friend of mine. He's a mentor. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, please go to mnrealestateshow.com or mnrealestateteam.com. Or you can also go to allaround.com and click on the Trusted Affiliates tab, and you will find Ryan, the good guy, Ryan O'Neill. He's also going to be featured on the Yule Log. Can you? This guy's done a lot of things in his life, Scott, but he and his brother are also uh, really tan- talented piano players. Awesome. Yeah, and so uh, it kind of caught me by surprise one year. You know, a family had on the Yule Log and all the different Christmas songs and this, that, and the other. And sure enough, the O'Neill brothers. Playing the piano? Yeah, they do. I mean, they've sold over a million copies. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's it's kind of crazy. I mean, what what else does he? So can... he's the double tr- the the double threat. That's really right. Yeah, he can juggle fire too. Oh, I triple heard. threat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't I don't know if he can do that or not. But anyhow, uh, folks, right now this is the last segment. So this is your last chance. Call the number one eight hundred eight five four nineteen seventy eight again eight hundred eight five four. 1978, and you can ask Scott Dorn with BOGO Pest Control any pest-related question that you have, whether it's mice, whether it's Asian beetles or ladybugs or whatever they're, box elders, whatever they're called. Actually, we do have a caller calling in right now, but we'll, we'll take a few calls uh, if if you call in now. 800-854-1978. He and his team of uh, pest control specialists are one of a kind. And, and now, uh, before we get to this caller, Scott, let's talk about what's the right way to deal with mice. I mean, everybody seems to, I can go get poison, I can go get traps, I can X, Y, Z. Don't, I don't need a pest control company. Why is your team different? Right. I love what you're saying there. Anybody can go out to any hardware store and get uh, snap traps, poison, um, and those things help control the mice. If you want to stop the problem, the only way to stop the problem is to hire a professional that can find the holes to seal them up and stop them from getting in your house. Without that, you have no chance of solving the problem. Okay, real, let, real quick, let's ask uh, Ryan O'Neill. So, Ryan, how do you deal with mice in the home? Mice in the home? I call the professionals. I, I call you guys. You guys are, uh, this is great info. One <laughs> of the many reasons I love listening to you guys here on Saturdays. Thanks, Ryan. Well, Thanks, so what, Ryan. what do you have for us today besides uh, buying, selling a home? Go to mnrealestateshow.com. You know, I just wanted to call to say that it's a great time to reach out to your, uh, your local agent, to somebody trusted, someone that can help you. We would love to, to help you as you pre- prepare here for a potential move in 2018. Again, mnrealestateshow.com. Just wanted to say hi, guys. Great show. Great information today. Really enjoying it. Ryan, we love you, and we're going to love you even more on the Yule Log. So we'll be we'll be <laughs> wa- watching for the O'Neill brothers there, okay, my man? See you, guys. Have a great weekend. Take, Have a great take weekend. Take care. We love you, brother. All right, we're going to take, take a call here in a minute, uh, talking to Stan uh, real quick. We'll, we'll take that call. But so... You told me a story, and again, we're not we're not going to bash the competition out there. Or we just don't do that. It's not very classy, and we don't need to do that in order to get business. But you come from uh, other companies where it was in their model to not treat the core issue, but to just treat the symptoms and allow the symptoms to continue over time. Yeah, and... To that note, um, all of the technicians in this state of Minnesota, there's about a thousand of us. Um, the 10% of the technicians are mastered licensed. That means you have to be in the industry for two years in order to even take the test to get that qualification. Um, I'd say the biggest 
bummer is we carry what's called a structural pest management license, and there is zero training on how a structure is put together. Every home is different. Um, even if they're put together the same, the way people live in their home or the way it's landscaped around the home is also uh, a factor in what pest problems that home will have. So there's very little training on how structures are put together. There's a lot of training on mice and the poisons, um, but nothing on how to fix the core problem. And basically, what we're going we're gonna to talk to David here in a second, but basically what I've heard from you time and time again is if you can stop them from getting in the house, you're going to solve the problem. That's paramount. Yep. Yep. And you're one of the few companies that offers a warranty on that. We have a call. David, where are you calling from? Uh, Eden Prairie. Eden Prairie. Gosh, we do a lot of work in Eden Prairie. And a lot of those homes are 70s, 80s homes, natural materials. But D- David doesn't have a question on mice. It's voles. What's your question, David? How can we help? I uh, just had some voles show up and tear up my lawn this spring. And then they kind of disappear for the for the summer. I'm just curious if you have a solution for voles outside the house in the yard. Yep, voles are a metal mouse. Um, they have a lot of behaviors like mice. Um, during the summer months, they're going to hide under low-lying bushes. So the more you can reduce them from your landscaping, um, the more it'll help to reduce them um, in, in, in your overall landscaping. You want to also, the last time you cut your lawn, you want to cut it as short as you can to reduce the vegetation that they'd want to eat on during the winter months. Um, when the snow falls on your lawn, they feel safe under the snow feeding on the lawn. That's why you'll see the damage during the winter time, and and you don't see it till the spring when they come out. But um, exterior bait stations can be used to control them, and they'd be placed in the areas they'd be active during the summer, which is under low-lying bushes. Um, snap traps are also a way to control them in those areas as well. But you want to crash their overall population to stop seeing the damage that you'd see. David, we hope that helps. We're going to take uh, another call here from Jan, who has a question on uh, woodpeckers, I, I imagine, Jan? Yes. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Plymouth. Perfect. And what's your question? So we have a situation where there are woodpeckers pecking through the siding, the underlayment, and then pulling out insulation. Yep. And we have fixed and repaired the holes probably five times now, and they just keep coming back. I get that call all the time. Um, Woodpeckers are federally protected by the government. Um, There's no studies done on them to control them. Uh, There are three reasons why they'll bang on your house. One is to find a nesting spot, and that's what it sounds like they're doing on your home. There's nothing known to stop that. Um, If they're banging like where you can see the holes showing up in a line, a straight line across the siding, that's they're banging for insects. If the holes are occurring on the south or west-facing walls, usually that's an insect-related problem. We can do prevention treatments to keep the insects from getting behind the siding and therefore stop it. But that's the only thing that we can do to stop it. I will tell you to save your money on the eye balloons, the owls, and the the strips of mylar, all that stuff doesn't work. And I wish I had a better answer for you, but there's really nothing that we can do for that. And and Jan, we appreciate your call. And as always, if you're ever considering replacing the siding, I know it, it may be an expensive solution, but uh, we have some awesome products out there that are very, very low maintenance, have great finishes for 20 to 30 years, and uh, we we don't have reports of uh, woodpeckers doing that. So you are a citizen, Jan, of the All Around Home Improvement Hour. Thank you very much. Thank you for calling, Jan. Thank you so much. And 
Patrick, the lines have been busy. Patrick, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Midges? What are we talking about? No Sims are called biting midges. They're really microscopic or they're really small. And I live right next to a wetland, and they've just been really problematic since that one year we've had all that rain and stuff in the spring. Yeah, that's not so something just, that's not something right. that a structural pest management company can help you with. Um, we well, you get inside the house. That's the thing about it. So um, I'd say reduce your vegetation around your house. That's the number one thing I could re, you know tell you is as much as you can reduce the landscaping from coming up to the walls of your house, and that's for everyone. You do not want your landscaping touching your house. If you can create at least a foot clearance between it and your house, you'll want the sunshine to hit your foundation. That will knock out 90% of the insect pests that would otherwise want to come into your house. But that's about the best okay, I could tell you. I w- there's not, that's not something that we control, so I apologize. Yeah, Patrick, thank you for calling, and uh, we appreciate it. You also are a citizen of the All-Around Home Improvement Hour. We're up against the end of the show. Best way for people to find BOGO Pest Control, Scott? You can go to our website at bogopestcontrol.com or on Facebook you can find us, or you can call us at 952-404-BOGO, and which Bo- is 2646. Yeah, BOGO. Buy one, give one. They work with charities, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend, and God bless. We do it right, yeah.